0: And cream with Rogers and Benning on
1: Hale Varsity Radio.
0: And that's really the offense, and what it's centered around is trying to free up Tominaga for threes because the attention he attracts, just like this, right off cue, can create opportunities for others. But his movement without the ball, Kevin, is as good as you'll see in college basketball right now. His skill setting up a television conversation, excellent as well. (laughs) Great,
2: right? I really appreciate that.
0: That's the man they call the Japanese Steph Curry, KSA Tomanaga shooting from the logo as we talked about like Caitlin Clark kind of does for Iowa, you heard from Nick Ba and Kevin Kugler, they were on the call for that game and as we finish up our thoughts on Nebraska basketball, let's go to line 1. We'll talk to random Mike who believes Nebraska's going to the NIT. Very well Mike, could. good morning.
2: Hey guys. Uh, yeah, NIT for the men and the women is a really good thing. But the question I have for you guys is: the plus-minus stat in basketball is that available
1: to us fans? Um, I'm not sure. So sometimes it is, Mike. Like ESPN will sometimes do it. But you're right; we do. So I think people in the media get it from our stat we broadcast. From box scores. From the stat broadcast uh, app what does that mean the stat broadcast? so it's a so if you have games like let's say I'm getting ready to do a broadcast you can log into what's called stat broadcast it's like the national app that um, the colleges use and they use it for all the sports so even when I'm doing like CWS or um, you know basketball or football like that stat app is available so they do all the sports like I should send you the link well, I'm talking to and, yeah, they, all, and they, they they always do plus minus they do sub in sub out innings played innings pitched like it's really really thorough so it's not like well, a Matt norm- coat coatney said
2: he said uh, that it's available to fans and him and uh, and i know uh, uh, like kent davorka after a game I would mention the, the plus minus stats for different players yeah. and they don't publish that in the stats that Nebraska fans get on the website. Yeah, that's, a, that's a great question,
1: do? Mike. It's because both those guys, Cotney and, and KP, they use stat broadcast. And stat broadcast yeah, can, is... can it, you use your... Go ahead. Can you use your influence to have them publish that with the stat line and
2: the box score? Because yeah. a, a lot of people do. I know the NBA does that. that. Uh, but here's my point about the Nebraska uh, the men's game. Those two reserves, uh, Keita and uh, Fred's kid Sammy, we don't win the game without those guys, yep. and they're plus-minus that had to be really
0: good,
1: don't you think? Yeah, oh, ab- absolutely. Yeah, because Sam I th-
0: was five that game, and Keita was actually minus
1: one. But S- that's S- relatively okay. S- S- Mike, you're the perfect guy to ask, because I feel like I talk about plus-minus all the time. And I always, say, I always preface this, Mike, and I say, oh, I know plus-minus isn't the end-all, be-all, because... um. It's interesting. Sometimes it matters who you're on the floor with right? No, when, you, when you're out there. So how important do you think plus minus is? Because I go back and forth, but it does mean something. No,
2: it, it's like a lot of things. It's not perfect, but it's a good thing.
1: So w- let me ask you something because i got to ask Mike this because he ahead. follows women's basketball close too. How much of what we saw with the crowd and Coach Williams and, you know, kind of her imploring the fans and she, Nebraska was building to this all year versus the Caitlin Clark being in the building distinction did you make? Right, I, I was talking about Doctorman's tweet, he's like, you know, Nebraska, 8,900 over attendance, and I was like, ah, eh, yes and no, they, they've been wanting to build up to this game forever, and Caitlin Clark did happen to be in the building, but all the autograph seekers didn't help my argument. <laughs>
2: yeah, and how many Iowa fans, I think a lot of Iowa fans did not come dressed in Iowa gear.
1: See, it didn't look like it, like they had their little corner and then the smattering, but... Wouldn't you think
2: that? They I think there die? were more of them there than we than we know. Yeah. Because I get, if you're an Iowa fan, if you're an Iowa fan, this is a very special Iowa team, and she's a generational player. You would come to Nebraska to watch.
1: I, I I'd probably agree with that. What do you think? Can I ask you one more question, Mike? Since you are in the know all the Absolutely. time. What about why do you think Nebraska men's basketball is was able is able to overcome the injury situation quicker? Or easier than the women's team, just the depth. That's a great question. That's a great
2: question. Yeah, and Widener, I don't think you can underestimate how important she was to the
1: team. Don't you think? Yeah, I listened to her. You know, I you know I'm a I'm a I'm a big Connor guy. I went back and listened to that interview and and uh, her explaining all the things that Widener does. I was like, oh, it's a pretty extensive checklist. It, yeah, and she's the best athlete on the team. How, how do you feel about the net rankings? Accurate or no? Yeah, like that's beyond my
2: pay grade. I, I no <laughs> but let me tell you about Iowa fans. Okay, let me tell you about Iowa fans. I deal with them all the time, and and I was double agent <laughs> because when uh, Mike Gasell went to Iowa,
1: I you used to call me about fan. Mike Gasell. Do you remember those days?
2: Look, when he went to Iowa, and the same thing with Leia Brown. At Michigan, these are my favorite players, so when they didn't go to Nebraska or left Nebraska, I was still rooting for them, and guess what? I started rooting for their team. Mm -hmm. And I was rooting for Iowa then, and I became close to them, and I realized, we don't like Iowa. They hate Nebraska. There's a difference.
1: Isn't that it? I was just telling Andrew that. Do you think now, though, Mike, Nebraska fans have embraced the fact that they really just don't like us? I I think we thought we were kind of too cool to, like, get in the weeds But it's personal.
2: Oh, definitely. And uh, I'm a little disappointed that, for example, the the volleyball player, Mendelssohn, I thought she would be more of a factor at this point because I think her best game was her first
1: game. Yeah, and and I'm not sure what's going on behind the scenes, but that versatility. Because didn't you think coming out she was going to be a better basketball player than a a volleyball player? Or did you think volleyball over basketball?
2: Yeah, I, I honestly had no idea, but I love the fact that she's going for both. And let me tell you what my dream was, and then, then I'll go.
1: Okay. <laughs>
2: we talked about Cam Kozal and his tremendous talent. My dream was he would go to Nebraska and do what Schwellenbach did on the baseball team and also play quarterback, and uh, it would that would be fantastic.
1: Mike, you're the best. Call us anytime, buddy. Love you. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks, Mike. He's hey, going amazing. back to your
0: first point. I, I'm on the side of plus-minus mattering. So, do you know what?
1: Full disclosure, go. Because you're a hockey guy, so we can have this That's conversation. Why
0: plus why minus matters. To but
1: it's gotten antiquated me. in hockey. Right. And, you know, I actually got into it with a, a former Would player guy time about plus minus. Yeah. Plus minus in hockey has kind of turned into what RPI is in basketball. A little it's, bit. It used to be the end all be all. Mm-hmm. Now, the way the game is played transitionally and two way, I'm like, uh. I still die on the hill, though, of, you know, especially in hockey it's a total team
0: game out there. Everybody has to be moving, you know, the, the you have to be doing the right thing. You have to be in the right yeah, spot. Yeah, but what if you, you get caught in
1: like the middle of shifts? It mat like who you're on so, the ice
0: with. So that's a little bit different when you when you're talking about hey, line changing. Oh, you know, I'll pass up, you know, up the ice breakaway goal. Okay, well, you can't really handle that. Yeah, you get attributed with a minus on your stat, but all in all more times than not you see goals taking place on PKs. You see goals taking place on five-on-five play. There aren't all those runs anymore. I haven't seen, at least this year in particular, I have not seen a lot of runs where a line change has caused you to get a minus on the box score.
1: So what about this? Like, so, you know, uh, Jazz Shelley and, and Alex- Markowski stay on the floor. You sub three out, Hybe gets a blow. Mm-hmm. Iowa goes, you're in the fourth quarter, Iowa goes on a, you know, a 10-1 run right you're going to get that's a minus 9 in terms of plus minus right. with time on the floor but it's not necessarily indicative of how you as an individual were playing no it's the team it's right. a team stat so, and that's and that's why i like it but to mike's point when you talk plus minus and use individual players you it can't it can go both ways, but mm-hmm. you have to get inside the numbers because right. what you're saying is actually what I'm arguing the other way. When you want to validate just one guy, right, right, I'm with you or gal, yeah, I'm with you because it, it's 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 hard to fit. It also out. shows how that one player plays with the team on the floor. Yeah, well, so I was you know, for instance, I'm an NBA guy, right? Always in the NBA. Second group comes in, one starter stays on the floor. The other night it was LeBron. LeBron stays in the game. He's got he's got four guys on the bench from the bench. They're playing Portland. Uh Portland subs as well. Lillard takes a blow. LeBron goes like plus seven. Something like that. Uh against Rip City. And I was like, see, that's why I don't really love Plus minus. Like he was clearly the best player on the floor. He's playing against the second unit from Portland, and he gets the he's the beneficiary of just a fortuitous situation. Now, that's an isolated example, but it happens all the time. I used to always watch it early on with Sharif because defensively he found a way to change the game. There's a couple guys on the high school level where I'll be talking to guys, and I'll say, you know what? He can't guard anybody, so he'll never have a good plus-minus. So I'll say that in passing knowing that it has value. I just don't know to what degree. You, you know, I, I know it matters because I watched a guy go to the bench in a, in a high school game this weekend, and the opposing team went on an 11-1 run. There's still four of the starters out on the floor, but they closed the half with an 11-1 run. Well, if you pull Printer off the floor for Creighton,
0: how many times does a team go on a run down low?
1: So I had a fantastic conversation with one of the guys that runs uh, a couple of facilities this weekend, and we were talking about Kalkbrenner, and he was asking me about him coming back and kind of what I thought and his importance, and I was like, oh, my God, I think I'm talking to Andrew Rogers. (laughs) I seriously think I'm talking to Were you just to talking to Andrew? <laughs> Was, is he here? Dude, you guys sounded the exact so He said, "Would well, you talk about what he means on the court on both ends. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, my God, it's Andrew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Andrew Rogers.
0: <laughs> hey, lots still to come. Uh, but up next, we're talking to Sam McEwen from the Omaha World Herald. He's on deck.